you might find that it's going to be hard to see that in the way that you want to give her like a fair chance throughout being on the show and who she is and like her relationship, but really in the back of your mind, is this a show? Is this real? Did she play everyone this whole time? It, it's, it's hard to put that aside when you know what's really been going on. I know. That's the one thing I'm like, oh, I should have watched this 10 years ago. Why didn't I not do this? <laughs> This This is is not not just another another housewife podcast. Celebrity gossip. Consuming my brain. You cannot tell me that for the last two years, all of these dates have not been blocked off with NFL stadiums. It is all happening. I'm Brett, and this is the Oops I Gossiped Again podcast. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to have a guest here with me today. You may have heard her on Instagram, probably on TikTok, and it is Amanda Christine. She is also a gossip creator. I'm excited to have you here. Hello, my dear. Hi, I'm so happy to finally talk to you. I know. I feel like we've been trying to do well on my end. I will admit that it's probably my fault. I feel like I've been trying to get this rolling for what, like three weeks now and (laughs) schedules. It all played out perfectly because now we have other things to talk about, but I am excited to have you on. I think that we both, you know, we both talk gossip and those types of things, but in different avenues. Like I really kind of focus more on the Bravo stuff. You're hitting all the headlines. I learned so many things from your videos. (laughs) You're so sweet. I think I saw this headline, but holy cow, I did not know all of that. We started talking because, and we're going to talk about Vanderpump at the end. I like to keep the people wanting more as we go throughout. So we're going to talk about Vanderpump at the end because you're like new into Vanderpump, correct? I am. I'm very naive to this whole world. I've been just pounding my face with all these episodes. I'm just like, wow, I'm so sad I missed out for so long, honestly. I know. And I think it's so funny because so many people will say that and they're like, how did I let this show slide by? They'll like watch Housewives. They'll do all the things like that and just kind of be very quiet on Vanderpump. And now it's in the forefront and a lot of people are jumping in and it's amazing. I love it. No, I love it too. I mean, honestly, if you're into reality TV, like that is peak reality television, honestly. Absolutely. Okay. We don't want to get too far into that. We'll talk about that at the end. My father, my listeners know I record on Thursday. So today is Thursday and even Thursday, it feels like it's been so long since the Met Gala. It's only Mm -hmm. been three days, but it feels like it's old news. That's kind of sometimes the hard thing. I think with gossip, like, you know, it seems like things get pushed under a little bit. Right. But it was, what did you think? I thought it was amazing. I was actually really pleasantly surprised because, you know, every year we have people who don't stick to the theme. Um, it's kind of chaotic. The The themes are always open to interpretation. Like you don't know what to expect. So actually picking a designer, regardless of these controversial, right. kind of made it easier for people to follow what Carl is. So I was I was happy, honestly. I felt like everyone was on point with each one of the designers had a vision and just did him and his career very well. They certainly did him justice. I completely agree that the only person that just kind of was like, oh my goodness, was Jared Leto. But other than that, (laughs) you know, it was so funny to me because 
I watched the whole thing live between E! News and the Vogue live stream. I watched them both kind of simultaneously and everyone was so confused when they saw the cat. And even there was a moment, I think there's a photo of like Lizzo hugging yeah. the cat and she's like, she like who is in the world? <laughs> nobody had any idea yet. Nobody was shocked when he took the hat off. And it's like, of course it's Jared Leto. Right. He has a thing with the heads. Cause in one year he had like a replica of his own head. And I'm just like, oh my goodness. <laughs> He's always pushing the boundaries. And I feel like it's not even so much the designer that he's working with at, for the Met Gala or for anything, quite honestly. It's just, he's in his own element all the time. You can tell he definitely has the creative control when it comes to absolutely 100%. Right. Even like that being, you know, not glamorous, it was still very on brand of yeah. the gala. I mean, it was still 1000% on theme. It was. Who were your top favorites? At first, one of the first arrivals was Penelope Cruz. When I saw her in her gown, I was like, I don't care who's next. This is going to be my favorite. She looks so beautiful. This baby blue gown, the hooded the hooded ensemble. I, I feel like someone can do that for their wedding. It was absolutely gorgeous. But then came Doja Cat. And I was like, you know what? Never mind. Doja Cat wins. <laughs> Doja Cat wins hands down. I don't care what anyone has to say. That was my winner. Penelope Cruz and Salma Hayek both were so sheer glamorous. And I kept looking at the two of them and I'm like, these women could have come in garbage bags and they would still look absolutely beautiful. And Sam Hayek had that red, it was red, right? Yeah, that red on. And I'm like, oh, I just want to be you. You're so gorgeous. Both of them. Gorgeous, stunning. I, I was in awe. I was just completely in awe. And then Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway looked absolutely gorgeous too. I mean, you can't go wrong with Versace. Anne was giving me Andy Bot Runway Magazine. Every now, the only thing missing for me, what you know, we had Emily Blunt, we had Anne Hathaway. Had Meryl Streep been there for this, it would have been the full circle, just connecting all the dots. I think it was a missed opportunity not having her on the guest list. No, I still cannot believe she has never been to the Met before. She is one of the five people who've never been. I'm, I'm honestly, why? What is the reason? And you have to wonder if there's some animosity with her and Anna, or is it something maybe that Meryl's just said, nope, I'm never going to do, you know? And that's everything with the Met is so hush hush. Mm-hmm that you never really know all the inside things. They don't give a lot of insider information into what's going on and what's going happening behind the scenes. It would have been a full circle moment because Anne Hathaway was just drop dead for me. And she, and it wasn't even the look itself was phenomenal, but the way she carried herself from the moment she came onto that carpet, did the interviews, everything, it just solidified it for me. It was like a different Anne almost. Yeah, very, very classy. Not that she's not classy, but it's just like the way she carried herself, the vibe, all eyes were on her. It didn't matter who was next, who was after, all eyes were on Ian. My favorite, favorite was Dua Lipa. I think that vintage Chanel gown was stunning. And just the fact that there was no overdoneness about her look, like just the long, flat look, you know, not flat, but long, you know, laid out hair. And it was really just to focus on that gown. She was the winner for me, hands down. I love her. Honestly, she's my girl crush. I'm not going to lie. Dua Lipa. She's so she's, beautiful. Yeah, And she did it. Gown, a wonderful service. It was awesome. <clears throat> and I'm not a huge Kardashian fan, but I think Kendall was one of my favorites as well. You know, kind of pushing the boundaries a little bit, but still very classic to the theme. 
Yeah, I was going to ask you about that because I was getting hit or miss. People either really loved it or really hated it. And I personally, I liked it. it. I liked it. It wasn't my fave, but I liked it. I mean, I thought it was different. I love the large stilettos, the large drapey, um, like arm. Mm-hmm. I-, I loved it. Yeah, I did too. And it was a little risque, you know, not as risque as Janae. Yes. Janae's. I mean, that was like, they said nobody had ever come in a swimsuit or a bikini to the Met Gala. So that was, but she was in her moment. Like she was loving every bit of that. I don't think anybody else could have pulled that whole thing off. No, she was living for it. And then the after party pictures of her dancing on the bar, like the moment that would have been the hostess with the most is I, I loved it. I don't care. Yep. I loved it. yep. I agree. No, I did. I really liked Kendall's. It was kind of classic, but on the theme, but still gave that like Kardashian wow moment or Jenner wow moment, whatever. Yeah. However you want to take it. <laughs> with Ky- What did you think about Kylie's? <laughs> now I loved the, I thought the gown was gorgeous on her. It was very sleek. I did not realize until like two days after, maybe it was a day after, I don't know. I thought she had a coat on. I did not realize that that blue was actually her train. So when I saw her, you know, holding it, I was like, oh, she's got a weird coat to go with it. Okay. And then I thought she had like just taken the coat off and thrown it down the stairs. (laughs) Like, well, typical, somebody's going to pick it up. Right. And then when I realized it was her train that just blew me away. I loved it. I thought it was, I'm like iffy. Like I thought it was a beautiful dress. You look gorgeous on theme wise. Like, I don't know, maybe the light blue could have been like a white or a black or something like that. That's the only thing that really threw me off about it. But I mean, I love my Kardashian Jenners. I think they always look stunning. I agree with you. Like I just, I didn't really see the full theme in it, but she looked beautiful and gorgeous. And I was actually laughing because it was so hard to find a picture of her actually smiling. (laughs) I'm like, I want to share this, but you're never smiling, babe. I understand. Give them like the smoky, you know, the smiles, but like, let's see. I want to see you smile. I want to see you happy. And it was finally like later after the show or something in her after party. Cause you know what? I thought her after party look was more on theme than her actual gala look. I agree. She had like some sort of like um, high top dress with a little white collar. I thought that was definitely Carl. Yep. I would have worn that to the carpet and then flip-flopped. Honestly. Right, exactly. So the, I thought the Met Gala was amazing. We need to talk about this Kendall and Gigi drama though, because I, to be honest, I'm going to let you explain it because I didn't even realize it was a thing until I saw your video. It's so funny. <laughs> okay. So Gigi and Kendall are notorious for basically walking the carpet at the same time. There's like videos of them years before where they kind of like interact while on the carpet. And this year was no different. They interacted on the carpet. And then while they were waiting to actually walk the carpet, Kendall turns around, does a little shake to Gigi. Kendall turns back around. Gigi's still smiling, but Kendall's smiling and all of a sudden just shuts off her smile and kind of like licks her teeth and is like ready to go. But I guess people interpreted that as shady, fake behavior. Like she just turned around and Gigi smiled and then turned around and was like blank face. But no, like I, when I watched it, I was like, oh, she's just getting ready to walk. But of course, you know, everyone always has to pick about something. And they were like, she's a fake friend. She's a fake friend to Gigi. She's a fake friend. I'm like, oh my goodness. So that's what the video was about. This irritated me so much because all I could think about is you have, they're models, but she's putting on like her work face. She's they're giggling with her best friend. They're chatting, they're dancing. We don't know what happened before that clip even began. 
Exactly. They're chatting. They're loving it. They're enjoying their time together. And then she turns and she's like, okay, now it's time to work. Exactly. Because that's what it is. Yeah. 100%. (laughs) That's when I watched it, I was like, okay, she's just getting ready to walk the carpet. And then in that same clip showed them actually on the carpet together and they were interacting again, like nothing. But again, people just love to bash the car Jenners and they took it that she wasn't being genuine. And then Kendall, I'm assuming she saw those comments, reposted the video to her Instagram and was like, thank you for calming my nerves, tagged Gigi, which made sense. Because they're besties and they're like bestie goals. I didn't even, I, I saw the clip of them behind the carpet be, after I saw them actually on the carpet. Mm-hmm. And when they were on the carpet, they were so cute. You know, everybody was like yelling to both of them and they kind of did this little switch thing and they were high-fiving. I'm like, this is bestie goals. This is what right. it should be. Right. But somebody has to lose their mind on the internet and make something of nothing. For sure. And that's Kendall. Honestly, that is Kendall. She's a Scorpio like me. Like I totally get it. She She's very straightforward. She doesn't hide her feelings, but that doesn't mean there's fakeness behind it. She's no. nervous. That's it. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't care how many times you go to the Met or you do it. I'm, if I was going every single year, I would still be terrified to step out every single year because you're being watched and you don't know what's going to be said. It is, I mean, I'm sitting there on the couch watching all this happen in my sweats, judging everybody. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> full on right. judge. Although thankfully this year, I didn't really feel like that ever happened. But right. <laughs> That's, you know, what they have to look for is that they know no matter what, no matter how many times they do it, they're going to come out. Someone's going to have something to say, and someone is going to either be positive or negative about it. And having that in your head all the time has to be stressful too. So it's simply like, Hey, I had a moment with my bestie. We're going to do this. Now it's time to put the game face on because I need to prepare myself for this. I agree. And there was that whole rumor that Anna Winter had actually banned the car Jenners like before. So I'm sure that was, you know, a lot of pressure to show that, yeah, I do belong here. I am high fashion because people have always ridiculed uh, Kendall for being a model. Like she's not a real model. She's not good. So I think she always has something to prove to make sure that I belong here. This is my, this is my role. Do you feel like that also kind of comes into, I don't want to say it in this way, but like her thinking maybe that her sisters are more successful than she is because they all have these big brands and businesses? That is a trick question. I mean, Kendall, when you think of all the car Jenners, I feel like there's Kylie, Kim, you know, Chloe, who always pop out at you and Kendall's sometimes more in the back. And I don't feel like necessarily she feels like she needs to compete with them. But I feel like the one thing that she does have for herself is just constantly ridiculed. And like, if I loved one thing and that was constantly ridiculed, like I would just have so much pressure and so much anxiety that I can only imagine. Whereas like Kim, Kylie, Chloe, they have so many different business ventures, not to say that those business ventures are not their babies, but it's like they have a lot more going on versus Kendall has, you know, her tequila brand and her modeling. So those are her babies. Like I I always forget about the tequila brand. Yeah. Yeah, Tequila, which is actually really good. (laughs) Like this is a wrap it back into real housewives because that made it very well known on Bravo this year with the fight between Kathy Hilton and Kathy Hilton's tequila, not Kathy Hilton herself and Kendall Jenner's. But anyway, funny full circle moment. Yeah, always (laughs) bad for her in that in that aspect for sure. I had to laugh because again, I I've never 
every now and then I watch, like if there's a marathon or something on E! News, I'll watch their show. I haven't actually watched any of them on Hulu. I am very interested in this upcoming season. And I (laughs) hope that the trailer is not like just laying groundwork. That's not going to happen. But something I laughed so hard at was seeing the clip of Kim and she has that sweatshirt on (laughs) of Kendall and all of her basketball accent. I love that. And I honestly, I love that for two reasons. One, it's freaking hilarious. And two, it's a small business. So I, that small business, it blew up. I've seen that sweatshirt, the shirt everywhere. So I think that's wonderful. It's so funny. I love that. Um, but I am, I I really do hope that this trailer is not like just a way because they got a lot of backlash after last season, right? Of it just kind of being meh. Yeah, that it was just kept dragging on. There was nothing interesting. Um, it was very like sugar-coated and versus like their e e days. I'm not gonna lie, I didn't haven't watched much of their season on Hulu just because of that fact. But after seeing this, I'm like, this has to be juicy. This is good. They have to kind of save the show. Yeah. So we're gonna get a lot, a lot this season for sure. Yeah. If you guys have no idea what we're talking about, you have to go and watch the clip, the trailer for their new season because it involves a lot. And I don't know, just seeing the trailer, would you say are you team Kim or team Court? That is hard. That is very hard. I'm a very peace love. So I'm gonna say <laughs> peace love girly, peace era. Um, I'm gonna stay neutral just because I see both of their sides and the whole, you know, Kim taking Courtney's wedding as a business venture. Um, I feel like we need a little bit more details to see what exactly that is about. I mean, I'm a, you know, Kim did her collab with Dolce and Gabbana. Courtney's wedding was basically hosted by Dolce & Gabbana. I am not sure if she just was like, okay, Courtney, I'm going to go do this real quick. I'll be right back. Like we don't know just yet. So we'll see, but definitely it's, it's dragged on because people have, you know, schemed that there's still hostility online. You know, Kim doesn't like Mm -hmm. Courtney's post. Courtney doesn't interact with Kim. So it'll be interesting to see how it I'm very much looking forward to it. I'm very much looking forward to it. Okay. (laughs) Uh, switch gears a little bit because there is some hot news coming this week that I don't know if we're going to call it news. We're going to talk about where there's some hot gossip happening. And that is the allegations that Taylor Swift and Maddie Healy are, according to the New York Post, madly in love. When I saw that headline, I was like, you have got to be kidding me. Now it's funny because I'm chose my Dumois shirt today, <laughs> but this all kind of started like first place I heard and saw was from Dumois. You know, she, I think has it actually on her podcast today where she's like, don't come for me, but this is what I'm hearing. And, and she's now alleging that this is coming from an actual celebrity. So it could be someone close to her. My feeling is, I don't know. <laughs> my feeling is that they are friends, that they are close friends. And this is now getting like pulled out. I, however, I put a lot of faith into Dumois though, like blind faith, you know, no pun intended. I put a lot of faith into Dumois because a lot of times things come out and it's really, really true. I, I don't know. I'm having a hard time with this. What do you think? I'm having a hard time believing as well, especially like you said, the New York post said they were madly in love. I, I feel like it might be a stretch. They could be at most for me, maybe talking, maybe they had like a little date, like not even like a romantic date, like a friendship date, like, Hey, I'm in town, you know, that sort of thing. They've, they have history. They've gone back. 
She showed up at his show back in January, did a surprise appearance. You know, she's been noted wearing 1975's band t-shirts. He's also supported her 1989 tour. So I don't know. To say they're romantically involved, I feel like it's a stretch. And if it is, turns out to be true, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be a little disappointed. What are I'm your not- feelings on him? <laughs> I am not the biggest I have fan nothing. Like I have, I'm completely indifferent because I know nothing. So back in 2016, because they've had rumors before that they had yeah. something going on back in 2016, um, there was rumors that they were dating and Maddie Healy did an interview where he basically said me dating Taylor Swift, like F that. He's like, that would be demasculating is what he quote unquote said. (gasps) Oh, see now I was looking up quotes before and all I saw was, oh, people are saying this and it's not like that. We're just friends. I did not see that. Yeah. So he said that several years ago. (sighs) That's my number one, like, you know, red flag. Mm -hmm. Number two, I am a very big Ice Spice fan. I know it's a little bit off topic, but he did a podcast earlier. I think it was in January where he was trying to speculate what ethnicity Ice Spice was. So he was like, oh, maybe she's Chinese, maybe she's Inuit. And not only was he speculating, but he was also mimicking these ethnicities and accents and all this stuff, which was very just derogatory, uncalled for. So that those are two incidents that I'm just like, that it's just rubbed me the wrong way. I know there's more, more things behind Maddie Healy, but just that alone, I was like, mm. then this whole, like him making out with fans every single time he goes like on tour, I don't like that. Like, this guy rubs me the wrong way. Like, I don't like that at all. Ew. <laughs> it's to me, I get a vibe because I've known about that. But when I hear that, I'm like, this is a control thing because these are fans that they're hoping that it's going to be them, right? There, There's a person that's going there paying money to see this show and hoping that they're going to be the one that's picked as though like their value and their worth is based on being chosen. And he's just handpicking and allowing that control to happen. Yeah. I don't like that at all. It's very, very odd behavior. So just, I don't know. I can't really judge him entirely, but just, you know, those little scenarios just make me feel that maybe he's not the best person. And I mean, we put Taylor on a pedestal. We love Taylor. We want the best for Taylor. And I mean, maybe London boys are not the best thing to go to. (laughs) Maybe the only one that's been good to her has been Ed Sheeran and she should just take his friendship and move on from the London boys. (laughs) Because I am not insinuating that she had a relationship. Let me just disclaim that. I'm not saying she had a, they have a very close friendship. (laughs) They are like brother and sister, I think. No, I got your vibe for sure. But yeah, just hoping to see how things play out. There was the rumor that maybe they'll make some sort of debut at her weekend shows. So I guess we will have to wait and see. Well, and when, before we got on to record this, I was actually trying to see if he had been spotted anywhere because the rumor is she's in Nashville this weekend. The rumor is that she will be, he, that's where he's going to like show up to support her. Now, my feeling on this is people that aren't Swifties don't probably understand the Jack Antonoff of it all. And he is their, their producer. I mean, but also they're very good friends. And so the rumors are like, Jack Antonoff is the one that kind of set this up. And it's like, did he set it up now? Or did he set it up in 2015, 2016 and things then didn't work out? And has that been a friendship this entire time? Allegedly, there were, you know, they did collab when she showed up at their concert. They did collab on their album, I believe, right? 
Yeah, I think so. And then there is rumors that he was supposed to, he had worked with her on some songs from Midnight's, but they didn't make the cut. Um, We'll see those in, you know, Taylor's version (laughs) 2.0. I just, it's hard for me to believe that it's not just a very deep friendship. The madly in love thing. I'm like, I'm not shocked because the New York Post, in my opinion, has now become the dirty part of page six. I'm like, you guys let page six do the work. You guys just stick to telling the news. How about that? Right. I mean, the first person I saw break it out or the first media outlet was the sun. And I'm like, I don't believe this. Yeah. Sun really. Uh, And then I saw Jamal post about it. I was like, Ooh, maybe the sun has a point. (laughs) So we always go back to Dumois. It's just that most things end up kind of coming out in that way. I guess my feeling is more of a PR thing. Are they going to put out some of those untold songs? Is she going to use them as surprise songs? Is this a way to kind of incorporate other things? Mm-hmm. Um, now I'm a Swifty, like I, I am, but I am not an intense Swifty. I am not going to, I had to laugh because when I was looking, Dumois, when she first <laughs> talked about it, she posted the clip. She's like, now do not come for me. I did not make this up because that is a whole world of itself. I will clown. I will make up my own theories. I will hop on all the theories. I will do it when it comes to Easter eggs and her music and things like that. The direct obsession of what's going on in her personal life, where she is, who she's with, who she's dating, who she's quote, madly in love with. And the intensity behind it is like, take a breath, take a breath and realize like this is a person's real life. Why are we going to such extremes? Right. When I say things like this, people are like, but you're a gossip site. So you're a hypocrite. I'm like, I'm not losing sleep over this. Exactly. Exactly. If I had a dollar for every single time someone said, go touch grass, I'm making this video outside actually, but thank you. <laughs> but it's like, I, I'm doing this to share and I'm not doing this because I'm like, you know, my whole world is going to revolve around this today. Like, no, but yeah, it does seem very ironic that we do talk about pop culture, but people really think that's, yeah, we're losing sleep over it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not at all. <laughs> I am. Either. <laughs> when it came to Taylor Swift, the only thing I lost sleepover was, am I going to get tickets or not? Like that's the only thing that stressed me out a little bit. It was a very hard day. That right. was the ultimate great war. Rightfully so. I, I yeah. oh, but I'm not, I just, I think sometimes people get too into it and too in depth. And I deal with this all the time, especially when I talk about real housewives of New Jersey, it's very intense. Some days I have one side that's coming for me and the other day I have another side. And like today I actually did a video and it was like the opposite of what I normally say. And now the other side, I'm like, what do you want? What do you want from me? You can't win. I don't know. Honestly, you can't win. And then the algorithm depends on where they want to put your videos of the day. I, I yeah, you can't win. <laughs> Sometimes I, I just don't even read comments. I'm like, I can't. <laughs> And I know this is old news, but I just realized we have, I mean, we have to talk about it since we're talking about this situation because you, I think felt the same backlash that I had because we spoke about the country prince, Morgan Wallen. And I say prince specifically because he, George Strait is the king of country, in my opinion. (laughs) I've talked about my experience on here on the podcast. Tell me about yours because good gracious. Wow. So I will have to say at first, I'm not big on country. I'm, you know, I grew up in Kentucky. I I know country, but it's not my my top choice of music. 
But of course, you have Morgan Wallen, who has basically made, made headlines everywhere. So I'm like, I have to talk about this. We make a video where I make a video. I don't know how many times I've said allegedly, or this is a rumor, or this is what's being said on the headlines. I don't know how many times I've said it in my videos. But yet we have people who comment, you're a liar. Why are you saying this? Take this video down. No, he his voice was going out, you know, the day before. Like this is made up, et cetera, et cetera. To the point that I think you saw, I got my first um, hate DM on Instagram. So they found me on Instagram. And they are like, oh, when they come to Instagram with only, you know, the a fraction of the followers, we know it's getting deep. Oh yeah. You know, it's, it's ugly and someone's mad, mad. So <sighs> yeah, I, again, I never said my opinion on any of these videos. I'm like, we always do. We just present what is going on in the headlines and that's it but people still want to believe that this is coming from my mouth. I made up this rumor. It got so bad that one of my friends on TikTok who pretty much did the same type of reporting had a, I'm not going to name names, but had a celebrity come after them. Yes, a celebrity come after a small creator and this person was getting bullied on TikTok. That's how bad the situation got. And I felt genuinely so bad, so, so bad, because this person is absolutely so sweet and did not deserve that. But it's like, why, why are fan bases so intense? Mm-hmm. Like, why are they so intense? You can be a fan, but it's like, if, again, you lose sleep over it and you're so passionate where you have to bully someone, then maybe you should do some like self-reevaluation. Touch grass. grass. <laughs> <laughs> And I think we've been seeing this progressively more and more. I, again, I see it a lot when I talk about Real Housewives, New Jersey, I knew from the moment that that season started Mm -hmm. that it was going to be bad. And, and it, it got to the point where I actually didn't even do recaps or opinions on like three weeks in a row because I couldn't, I didn't want to deal with it anymore. But we see it, you know, we had the shared experience of the Morgan Wallen situation. We saw it, we see it. We're probably going to see it develop in this Taylor Swift rumor mill. We saw it horribly with Selena and Haley. Mm -hmm. It's just, it gets so big and it, it gets to a point where it's not enjoyable anymore. It's not even enjoyable to scroll TikTok. Like I go to TikTok for, to disassociate. I'm not here. I'm not one of those that's going for like my news and all of the things that, you know, Congress thinks they need to shut it down for because I want to laugh. I want to disassociate. I want to be entertained for a short time. But when it's, it's that in every single video of these intense feelings on certain things, it becomes exhausting. It does. Then it's, yeah, it's no longer a hobby. It's no longer a way to just find joy at the end of the day while you're scrolling at 1 a.m. Like, no, I totally get that. And I take my TikTok breaks. I like, I feel like you need to do that. Mm-hmm. It becomes so much between yep. the content and the comments. It becomes, it becomes a lot. I guess we'll see what happens here with Taylor and Maddie Healy. I had to laugh though. I was looking at the comments of your video on this and someone was like, I hate that you're calling him Maddie. And you're like, I don't like him. So he's mad to me <laughs> or something along those lines. I'm like, yes. There sounds very endearing. Like Maddie, Maddie, my love. No, oh yeah. That's what it was. You used the word endearing. Yeah. I'm like no matter Matthew, it is for me. <laughs> 
I love that. We'll see. We'll see if he shows up to Nashville. Um, if he does, I really do think it's like a PR thing. I stay skeptical in so many areas and it really comes down to because so much is PR, so much is happening. They want you to talk about things. Um, they want you to get into it. And now I'm, I'm going to make a bold statement here on the pod today. (laughs) So it's in record. I can go back to it when it happens. Bold claim. Speak now will likely come next week. Mm, just gonna say bold. it. Just gonna say it. I, 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 again, I live in clown, <laughs> but there's a lot happening. Okay, well, let's even. What is today? Today is Thursday. Let's even say sometime between tonight at, at midnight, because Got we it. know that Taylor likes to drop things on Thursdays at midnight. Mm-hmm. Sometime between Thursday, May fourth, May or Friday, May fifth at midnight to whatever next Friday date is at midnight uh-huh. speak now is coming. Wow. There's a lot of PR happening right now. There's wow. a lot of things talking about. I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, between the unfollowing the friends, <laughs> Matt Healy now, I would love and that. I'm going to say it on the podcast because if I say it on TikTok, the, the Swifties are going to come for me. <laughs> so innocent I swear (laughs) like a prediction I can't but you're so right you're so right (laughs) we'll see and and if I'm clowning I'm clowning I think I do it just about once a week with Taylor Swift but uh that's my that's my bold claim and statement speak now is coming in the next seven days that's it okay all of this talk about PR moves and relationships and things of that nature happening You have been very into the Glenn Powell, Sydney Sweeney, that whole thing, which I think a lot of people are talking about are PR moves. So I'm going to let you go ahead, explain what's going on because you've been doing a fantastic job. You're keeping up better than I am. And we're going to talk about it. So Sydney Sweeney, very famous for Euphoria, White Lotus, and Glenn Powell, who had just done you know, Top Gun Maverick. He was also in Scream Queens. I don't know if you ever watched that show with, Mm -hmm. you know, okay. So he was also on Scream Queens. They're doing it. Who was he on Scream Queens? He was, oh my gosh, was he Chad? I feel like it's been so long since I've seen that. I don't even remember. Cause I would, this whole time I've been like, have I even ever seen anything that he's in? But okay. For most of his like career. So he kind of looks okay. But I'm pretty sure he was, um, Emma, Emma Roberts' son's boyfriend on the show. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's how it went because it's been a long time. So yeah, they're starring in a new rom-com together. Um, it first started when set pictures came out. Set pictures came out and everyone was like, oh, they look very cozy. But I mean, it's a rom-com. And even myself, I saw the pictures. I was like, wow, if they weren't dating other people, they look really good together. It's like a little Barbie and Ken. So fast forward, they've wrapped up filming. And we're getting now pictures of in-between takes of them looking very, you know, friendly. Mm-hmm. Then we're getting pictures of Sydney joining Glenn's family on Easter, going to the zoo with the family. And also Sydney's brother was also included in that trip. So blending of the family trips. So people started speculating, like, what is going on? Like, they're doing all sorts of things. Filming is wrapped up. This isn't a part of the movie, like, is there cheating going on? So that's where the allegations first started viewing from, was them spending so much time together. Sydney is allegedly engaged. She has been engaged for almost two years now. And then Glenn has had a long-term girlfriend, Gigi. So that's why it's Bessie. Mm-hmm. 
everyone just kept buzzing about it. They did CinemaCon together. Glenn and Sydney show up to CinemaCon. They do an interview and people just feel the, the chemistry, the tension. They're like, something has to be going on. Then in that same week, we have Gigi, Glenn's girlfriend, completely just unfollow him on Instagram, post this little video of her like walking down the street that says like on to the next one. And everyone lost it's it. It's clear. It's very clear what that means. That's that's a hard launch. <laughs> yeah. That That's statements. And she had also unfollowed Sydney long before Glenn. So yeah. girlfriend was not happy. So now people were like, oh, yep, 100%. That's confirmation. People were like, okay, what about Sydney's fiance, Jonathan? Like, how does he feel about this? Are they still together? Sydney's never photographed with her engagement ring. So that's really nothing to base off of because yeah. she just wear it they're never really photographed together they're very private in their relationship he owns a pizza dynasty he's located in Chicago like they're just never really together but then all of a sudden with all these rumors they're pictured together right before an event right before the Met and people Mm -hmm. were like PR again this is PR and the biggest thing people were saying was like okay if Sydney and Glenn are PR is this gonna last like when is this movie gonna debut there was no release date are they going to keep this up until next year? Like, what is going on? So today I saw that we have a release date in December. So it will be interesting to see if we get a Don't Worry Darling exactly. drama. Um, I'm eager to see that. I don't know. What are your thoughts? You think it's PR? Do you think, you know, there's something going on? Or? I It's hard for me. I think maybe something did happen. And maybe they were all very honest about it. And Gigi was just like, I don't have to deal with this and she was just out but maybe the fact that Sydney and Glenn or Sydney and her fiance were together longer they were engaged maybe that was like we're gonna work through this in some sort of way right Uh, but again I stay skeptical I feel like it would be dumb though to follow the same line like this whole don't worry darling because that was huge and that was not a rom-com that was like a very dramatic movie Mm -hmm. this would seem crazy for a rom-com if it was just PR and like we've seen it we I I think I've seen this film before (laughs) no for sure like I I don't know it's it's very interesting I don't condone cheating but the toxic side in me I'm like "Hmm, they really look cute together (laughs) they kind of do so maybe if it's a situation where I don't know. They told their significant others. I don't know. I don't know what would make the situation okay because cheating is not okay. But yeah, like you said, Jonathan and Sydney have been together for a few years. It's, you know, something that they would work on. Gigi and Glenn, I have heard they have been on and off for years. And maybe this was like, okay, no, like I don't even have a ring. Like, why would I put up with us? So it's very interesting. She still follows all his family. So I'm, I don't know. It's interesting to me as well, too, because I feel like Sydney Sweeney has had this very quick run up to fame Mm -hmm. and happening very quickly. And if things kind of get out of control, you never know what could create out of it. Now, on the other side, if we're going to talk about PR, if this was true and they have done something or they have a relationship it could be film company whomever is putting it on could be just taking full advantage of it too maybe not so much as a planned PR thing but like why wouldn't you why wouldn't you they're being talked about so why wouldn't we you know take full take full 
aspect of what we can do with this here. For sure. I mean, I'm convinced. December, I'm there. I'm watching this movie because <laughs> so PR or not, it worked for me. <laughs> so like I'm in. I'm in yeah, because I'm- they look very cozy. So I think we're gonna enjoy this rom-com. It looks great. <laughs> so I, I I can't wait. I you know, during November when they start doing their press tours, I can't wait to see what we will see during that time. And who knows, maybe by that time they will fully, you know, step back from one another, her and her fiance, and maybe there will be something at that point. Who knows? Who knows? I don't know. Every day it's like every (laughs) day it happens. (laughs) There's going to be somebody else tomorrow. Don't even worry about it. (laughs) I love it. I don't know. We'll see on that. I, I'm, I, I stay too skeptical. I, it's hard for me to look past things as PR mm-hmm. yeah, and not it, things have happened. I mean, the absolute, the, the one I'll never forget is Brad Pitt and Angelina did it and they kind of like paved that way for it. And that wasn't PR. I mean, it was, it, it was a real mess. <laughs> I mean, they did the same thing. You had pictures of Brad and Angelina with their kids, like doing little, you know, activities together. It's kind of the same thing. And even with people like, you know, celebs like Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper, like they never went to that extent. They had little performances here and there, but not to that extent. No, no. And they... I mean, they put on a show while they were both getting Oscars. They deserved that. You know, a rom-com isn't out with... Oscar award winning, you know, performances here. They made everybody believe that because the show was that and, and it didn't just continue or it didn't stop when the camera stopped rolling. So I'm sure that this is not the last we've heard about it. Um, he, I did not notice that he was photographed with her anywhere actually at the Met. Right. I didn't, I just kind of saw her by herself most of the time. No, he, he don't believe he showed up to the mat with her. He went on a date with her on Friday, like the Friday yeah. before the mat, and then he went with her to an event that she was hosting or she was like a part of. Okay. But other than that, no. But I also didn't really anticipate him being at the mat. He's just not very uh, like in the public eye. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm like you. I, I very rarely do I look at something I'm like, oh yeah, that's fact. Like I always have a million questions. I have to wait it out. So we'll see. I'm going to dig. If there's one thing about me, I'm going to dig. I'm going to know everything that everyone has said about it. And then I will form an opinion and then it might be wrong. <laughs> and then we're going to get comments. <laughs> Other than the fact that I just said speak now is coming out in seven days that I am going to stand by. That I'm going to stand by because that is PR. I believe it. Okay. Uh, Let's talk about Vanderpump rules. I first need to, I want to know what you first thought of Scandaval. Did you know anything about them? Did you know any of the situation? And were you shocked by the way it spread? So I had no idea. The news broke out to me blindly. I, to be honest, I saw it on TMZ, like when it first broke out about the whole, you know, and I just scrolled past it. I was like, oh, that sucks. Like, whatever. You know, I I had no idea. And then I just saw like the masses come out. What is going on? I'm like, okay, something's on fire. Like this, this must not be good. And I have bravo friends like I'm like what is going on and I would get voice messages like oh my god like you need to know this here are the details and I'm like dang like this this sounds really bad at the beginning of course yeah <laughs> well, good and I'm like cheating is horrible and then of course I start watching and then I'm like okay these 
people cheat all the time. Yeah, but it's, it's on brand. It's absolutely on brand. Very on brand. And I was like, okay, I'm convinced I need to find the root of this. I need to know what is going on like nine years to cheat on somebody like that's awful. So that's when I started watching, of course. But initially I had, I had no idea. I had no idea what these people were. I had no idea of the history whatsoever. I am so jealous because <laughs> I would give, I would pay money to have someone take that portion of my brain, clear it. You know, like remember on Men in Black, they had the little pen. Like I want yeah. the little pen to remove every part of my brain history of Vanderpump Rules and start at episode one and just enjoy it all over. I'm so jealous. It's been a ride for sure. I just <laughs> finished Miami Girl that episode. Oh, so <laughs> do you believe Miami Girl? I believe Miami Girl 100%. And, you know, I'm not going to deny that people on the show are very good liars. They've had me convinced. And I'm a pretty good radar, like, on people. But when I look at Miami Girl, I feel like it's genuine. Especially knowing Tom's history now, I don't, no doubt. She's yeah. honest. Are you watching current season? Like while you're going back and watching from beginning, are you watching the current season? I'm not watching the current season, okay. but I mean, this is the crappy part of, you know, falling behind on TV shows. Like I am getting bits and pieces of what is currently going on. Like I'll just, you know, peek with one eye, like, Ooh, what's going on? But I don't want to give away too much. Cause I want, I want to, you know, ex- experience everything for the first time too. I, oh, I'm so jealous. <laughs> I'm so jealous. I did a video actually today on this because someone was in my comments all mad at, you know, my recap and something that I said, shocker. This season has been really hard for me to watch. And after I will tell you, season nine is not great. Like if you want to just skip season nine, you could probably do that. And be just fine. I'll, I'll that. I'll save me 20 episodes. I'll note that. <laughs> season nine was not great. When the promo for this season for season 10 came, I was so excited because it just had very much of like an old school, this is the gang back together type of feel. And I was very excited for it. I, you know, waited and waited. And then like two episodes in, we find out about all this. And the problem that I have is I have now been watching through a different lens. And it's not even like you're watching it for the first time because it's like, you're watching a story unfold. Then you already know the ending. which is super annoying. And I feel like for me specifically with this season, I'm having a hard time because I honestly think I would have a very different perspective if I didn't know because of the judgments and the feelings that I've carried from previous seasons with each person on the cast. There are people that I would believe when they're starting to say like, "Mm, things seem weird, things seem weird. And I think I would have believed Tom and Raquel and Sheena and Ariana, like throughout all of this. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard to watch knowing what the end result is in all of this. That's really interesting for you to like, for you to say that. I've never heard anyone like really talk about the earlier seasons. And that's really shocking to know that if this news didn't break out, everyone's perspective might've been different. Oh yeah. I, and it's, one reason I will say this, and I know it because like before I, before this all came out, episode one of this season, I can't, it, there are so many things that have happened. I can't even remember exactly what it was, but I remember doing like talking about the episode and how I was really mad at Katie for 
you know, things with Schwartz and for things that she was saying about him. And then by the time this came out, and then especially he went on Watch What Happens Live and kind of told us when he found out and all of these things. And there are so many things that I would have thought differently, but it was that moment where I knew like, I actually fully probably probably would have believed every single bit of this, that nothing was going on because that's how much Tom Sandoval himself manipulates not only the people that he's friends with and the people that he works with and the people that he's in relationships with, but I think he's really good at manipulating the viewers to exactly what he wants it to be. 100%. Do you know what my like final straw, like not my final straw, but my solidification that, okay, this man, like he plays people 100% was during Sheena's first wedding. Cause I found out she gets married again. <laughs> <laughs> I know, spoiler for me, I guess. The dress Um, was much better the second time around, just so you know. (laughs) Okay, good. Her style is a little out there, but then again, the timing of the show, so I I totally get it. When they went for their joint bachelor-bachelorette party to Miami, and Kristen is there, Kristen's being Kristen, and Tom's like, okay, being mean to her is not working, so let me try a different tactic. And he completely breaks down crying and is like, I wanted to marry you. I'm so sorry. And that for me, I'm like, if you can turn those emotions on and go that hard, there's something deeper there. I don't believe I'm going to have trouble believing what this man says from here on out. Yep. And there's actually, I've seen it on TikTok and I, I, I hate when I like just see things and I don't ever think about who the creator was because I'd like to, you know, give him some credit, but I, for sure. but I saw a video where it was like a side-by-side of the conversation that he has with Kristen at the reunion mm-hmm. after they break up. And then the conversation that's going to happen at this, like of all the, Oh no, I'm sorry. Not at the reunion, but like the Howie Mandel, like everything it is word for word. Exactly the same. I saw that. I saw that. That's actually, um, stuff with the deeds. Yes. Yes. You're right. That's who it was. It, yes. That's crazy. I, but But it's not, but that just is that proving of the manipulation. And Mm -hmm. I made a comment today. Listen, I'm not saying that I condone Raquel or I, you know, am am supporting her in any way. I understand she still chose this, but if you can't see that it's not manipulation on Tom Sandoval's side, you need to like go back and watch the entire series and really pay attention to who he is at his core as a person and how he treats people, like every single interaction that he has with someone. No, I feel that. And I I haven't met Raquel on the show just yet. So I'm kind of sad to be missing out on like, you know, her background and all that stuff. But I feel like when we have these cheating stories, people just go hard on the women. It's always the women, but it's like, it takes two to tango. So I can see how she was probably manipulated. Yeah. And it'll be interesting to see how, how Raquel is on the show. I'm, I'm excited. I think you're going, I think you'll probably have a hard time. Just like I'm saying with this season where it's like, I don't know who I would have believed if we didn't know, because now you have this image of her. I mean, number one, her name's not even Raquel, which we didn't even know until this happened either. (laughs) Um, I think it's, you might find that it's going to be hard to see that in the way that you want to give her like a fair chance throughout being on the show and who she is and like her relationship, but really in the back of your mind, is this a show? Is this real? Did she play everyone this whole time? It, it's, it's hard to put that aside when you know what's really been going on. 
I know that's the one thing I'm like oh, I should have watched this 10 years ago why didn't I not do this <laughs> I just I I love it so much and I love the old school the intense <laughs> the Stassi oh. and Kristen and Jacks of it all and oh my gosh Girl, I, I lost my mind season two finding out that Jax and Kristen had slept together I was like <laughs> I was like this I know you can't see me but I was like this and I love Jax I don't know if that's prematurely to say but I you know I I don't think it's premature I think it's everyone has you're either pro Jax or you're pro not now if I look back like I can't stand all these things of like Jax and Brittany coming you know into light and being on watch what happens live and now Peacock has their own show of them like watching the new episodes I'm like I I don't want any part of that. I I know he does not need to come back and nothing, but everyone has their own view of Jax since day one. I was never a Jax fan, but I was a Tom Sandoval fan. And you're yeah. going to see that they butt head. They're close friends, but they butt head so much. And it is because they like Jax calls them out so much. Right. And now I'm like, well, son of a biscuit. Jax was right. <laughs> No, which is really wild to think. I mean, it's like a love-hate relationship more with Jax because if he was like younger on the show, like early 20s, 21, 22, I'm like, oh, he's so good. But the fact that he's yeah, 30s, I'm like, oh my goodness. But definitely love-hate relationship because he does call out these things and that's how these things come into light. Like people use him as a scapegoat because they know he's going to blurt it out. And then that's when they have to figure it out. I think it's funny because when they were on Watch What Happens Live, Andy asked, what were what were the top lies that you regret from your time on the show? And he was like, I never told any lies, nothing that didn't become true. And Brittany was looking at him like, are you serious right now? I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to ruin something for you. But like, there's a, there's a lot. Andy was sleeping with Kristen. And he was like, well, that turned out to be true. He's like, yeah, but you said it wasn't. Yeah, like you adamantly were like, no, 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 no. And even just little things like, oh, um, there is the episode where I don't know if she continues on in the series or not, but Vale, she comes onto the show um, to work at Sir and he had a coffee date with her. And then his ex-girlfriend found out about it. And he's like, how did you know? Like, did she tell you? And they're like, Jax, you tweeted it. It literally says here, I'm having coffee with Vail. And he's like, oh, I, I don't know. The littlest things to lie about, I, I can't. Jax, I think, is one of those that people love to hate because he was he was clearly the one that was on there for the views. Like he and he didn't like sugarcoat it. He wasn't, they were all there, you know, they all thought they were gonna be like aspiring actors and whatever. But he knew how to work the camera. He knew exactly what he was doing all the time and mm -hmm. not shameful about it. Yeah, he literally, the fact that he got Stassi tattooed on one arm and then Carmen on the other arm, I'm like, this man, <laughs> no words for him. <laughs> oh, those are the good days. I miss having those experiences. It's, I think once I'm done with this season, I'm going to go back and just rewatch them all for fun because I actually, last night we were watching and my best, best friend and I decided that we're going to start watching every Wednesday together. Cause I mean, otherwise we're sitting at each other's homes and just texting each other the whole time. Like I'll come over, I'll bring right. drinks. We'll just watch together. There was a moment where Tom came out with this t-shirt and it said yellow robe Smith. And she and I were both like, what? And it's just, now I had to go Google it this morning. And it was 
a drunk Ariana, like spewing random things one night. And that's one of the things that she said, nobody has any clue what it means. Nobody has any clue why she said it, but it was yellow robe Smith. And it's so been so long that I forgot. I completely forgot about that. Like I did not forget about that trip where all of this right. went down, but that one tiny little moment, I couldn't remember. Had I remember that last night, it probably would have made the whole thing a lot funnier, but now I just feel like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's definitely so many iconic lines. Like I will give the show that, especially from Stassi, since I'm in the early seasons, the thing yeah. that Stassi says, I'm just like, I was surprised to know that she is a cancer because, you know, cancers are very, you know, emotional, very nurturing. And I'm like, how is this? girl cancer but I love it it's funny because both Ariana and Stassi are cancers I'm a cancer and it's interesting I always kind of thought about this I want to say I think their birthdays are like a few days apart and then mine is just a couple days after Ariana is the picture of cancer she has that nurture she has you know to her relationships to her friends to the people that she loves she has that she's very open uh, where I think I'm more along the lines of a Stasi cancer. I am going to be dark. I am going to tell you how it is. And I'm going to be very straightforward. And if you see me emotional, it's not going to happen for very long. It's going to be a very quick moment. And I right. hope it doesn't go, hope it doesn't turn to red real fast. No, I love that. And maybe that's why I love Stasi so much. I love her honesty. Like, you know what you're going to get and- yeah, she's definitely my favorite so far. She has some moments where it's like, ugh, Stassi, 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 but iconic. I feel like Vanderpump Rules really was created so things like Summer House and Winter House could run nowhere near compare. <laughs> but I'm I'm happy to see people jumping on the bandwagon. You know, a lot of people could come and be like, well, if you weren't on it from the first episode, you have no space to even comment on it. And I don't feel like that's what's happening here. I think everyone is collectively like, if you haven't watched it, you need to go and watch it and join the group because we all want to be in on this. Right. I can actually agree with that. I, you know, I get nervous talking about things that I'm new to, because I feel like people have that, you know, that attitude, but everyone has been like, Oh, I'm so excited for you to watch this. I've heard people tell me to skip season nine. Like they've been so welcoming into this Vanderpump community. I'm like, Oh my gosh, you guys are so nice here. It's so, so fun. I, it it yeah. sir, sir just makes everything better. <laughs> <laughs> so I love it. I definitely been feeling a lot welcome to be joining the VPR community. Good. I'm glad. Well, thank you so much. I, this was so fun. And I feel like we need to try to do this like every couple months or something and just do a little chat and catch up. I'm so glad you came and recorded with me. Yes. Where can everyone follow you? You are so sweet. So you can follow me on TikTok. It's Amanda Christine underscore one. And then on Instagram, it's Amanda underscore Christine underscore TikTok. Since someone had already taken my name, unfortunately. Of course, of course. <laughs> and it's probably one of those accounts that has like zero followers. They've probably never posted anything. That's my favorite. That's yeah. exactly what happened. Yeah. <laughs> and she also has merch. It is so cute. I'm going to link all of her socials as well as the link to the merch in the show notes. So you guys have to go and follow Amanda. I hope that you loved this episode. I hope that you have a wonderful weekend and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.